Disability Talks with Shane. Talking all things disability. Hey, this is Daz, the producer of Disability Talk with Shane. Very special episode. You know what? I get to switch the microphones around and I get to ask Shane some questions because every week, as you well know, Shane does the interviews and he asks all the questions. So I get to welcome my guest today. Hey, welcome to Disability Talk, Shane. Thanks for being here, Daz. <laughs> it's great to have you on your own podcast. But yeah, come up with an idea uh, of doing a podcast about your journey with Radio Voice, which is my program, which is all about teaching guys with a disability radio and podcasting. And this sort of, uh, you you know what, our listeners probably don't know, that you were and are student number one with Radio Voice. And still am. You still are, mate. Um Back in May 2021, uh, a young man by the name of Shane Marks waltzed into class for uh, the first ever session of Radio Voice at 9 o'clock on a Monday morning, and the journey has continued from there. I haven't, I have not even thought about leaving yet. Oh, no, I can't get rid of you. I've tried. I've even talked to you to a disability expo with a big crowd, and you still just kept following me around. I couldn't lose you then. <laughs> we've, had, we've had some fun, haven't we? It's been a journey. Oh, yes, it has. Very. Uh, and what do what have you enjoyed most about Radio Voice? Learning the new skills and working with you to my podcasting and stuff like that. We've chatted to some very interested, interesting people, haven't we? Yes, we have. Every week. So where can you find the podcast? Oh, on Spotify and Facebook and stuff like that. Absolutely. So that gets posted on the Radio Voice Facebook page every Friday. And you can just follow the link to Spotify and take a listen because there are some very interesting guests that Shane gets to speak to every single week telling their story, which is great. Today, it's not about the podcast. It is a podcast episode, but it's about Radio Voice and what you learnt in radio when since you started the Radio Voice program. A lot of stuff. Um, and plus it's, plus it's just gone past their first... Just gone past Radio Voice's first year... Absolutely, we celebrated... Happy birthday about Radio Voice, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much, mate. We celebrated birthday anniversary number one on May the 3rd. May the 3rd be with you. Wasn't We couldn't quite start... I should have started on May the 4th, shouldn't I? I should have started yeah. on the Tuesday. Uh, but it's been it's been fun and, you know, it's, it's uh, an extremely rewarding program. I get to do what I love every single day and I get to share that with you, which is uh, which is super special as well. And with Radio Voice, what, with all the other participants you had, how have they all grown? They've, everybody has grown in their own ways. We had a whole heap of students come through for Radio Voice 1.0. A lot of those guys rolled through and, and left uh, because they didn't have a passion to do podcasting. Whereas a few of you guys have just hung around because you've developed a podcast now which requires a week-to-week. There's also a couple of guys that I have in the program now that have their own radio programs. What's all that about? Well, there's a couple of guys that are on local radio, have their own shows on Inner FM in Heidelberg, Southern FM in um, Brighton, and also uh, SIN, which is the uh, university station based out of the city. So three of my guys actually have programs on that. Also, another young guy is on... My own radio station, The Buzz, I've got a couple of guys on that as well. So it's great to have some people that are passionate about radio being on, on Melbourne radio itself, which is which is kind of fun. Now, we do podcasting. You're also doing some work in the kitchen now at Latte Central, which is a favourite of ours, and being able to expand on your hospitality, which is good fun. Yes, it is very good fun. You know, we're not talking about that today. We're talking about your stuff you did at Radio Voice, okay? So let's start off at the very beginning. The very first session that we had together... 
was about forward and back announcing. Now, this is a very basic uh, tool to to master, very easy way to get yourself familiar with the microphone. And so I, I asked you if you could forward or back announce any artist you would like. You got to choose. Who did you choose? I went the old LK, Lee Kernigan. Lee Kernigan. So you got to forward and back announce an LK, as you put it. Yeah. One of his songs. And this is how it went. Shannon Daz Radio Boys. The song playing now with She's My Ute by Lee Koenigan. Kicking past the dealers on the edge of town. She's my ute. Yeah. That was Lee Koenigan, She's My Ute. Now listen to Shannon Daz Radio Boys. Now time for the news. That's great stuff. I love that forward and back announce. Did you have some fun doing that? Yes, I did, did you? I enjoy the forward and back announcing because you get to play your own favourite song as well and hear your voice with that forward and back announce. Very radio. Yes, it is. And and a place feel in for that was very echoey, wasn't it, Dave? Yes, it was. But, yeah, we've now moved to purpose-built studios, which is a little better. But you know what? We uh, we were very grateful for where we were able to start off the program as well. We thank Latte Central for allowing us to use their room for the first program. Now, one of my favourite things to do on Radio Voice uh, is for you to be able to read effectively a 30-second radio commercial. And what we've used as a sample for Radio Voice is a story that I had when I was in commercial radio about Aldi and creating an, an ad for Aldi for a coffee machine. And Shane was the very first person to do this as well. Uh, how did you find it, you know, having to read an Aldi ad with all the sound effects you with it? Why was it daunting? That's 30 seconds and all the amount of words. Amount of words you need to squeeze in and get it in, get it all done in time. Was it fun to do? Yes, it was. So that was the very first time you were able to read and produce and to de- deliver your very own radio commercial, which sounded absolutely fanta- fantastic. Uh, and this is what it did sound like. Monday seems to be everybody's least favourite day of the week. But at Aldi's, we don't think Mondays are that bad. We first walked on a moon on a Monday. The Beatles wrote, let it be. On a Monday, a million babies were born on a Monday. Aldi's premium espresso machine at two ninety nine with three-year warranty is available on a Monday. That's fact. Aldi's good difference. What's the tagline for Aldi again? Good. Good. Different. Different. You got it. How much was it? Two hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> I'm helping you because I know this off the top of my head. It's a great story, the Aldi ad, uh, out of time in my commercial stint in uh, radio, and I was really thrilled to be able to share it with you and uh, have it part of the Radio Voice program. Now, one of the other fun things we do in radio is what we call a creative hook. Now, a creative hook enables you to be able to hook your listener in so they don't go anywhere. So if you're running a radio program and you go into a commercial break, you want to be able to tease some songs that are coming up with without actually giving away who the artist is, with, without giving away what the song is, and maybe giving only giving a little bit of a tease of what's coming up. So I'm going to say, gee, Shane, that sounds fantastic. I need to hang around a little longer. And what radio stations want you to do is hang around as long as you possibly can because you listen to ads. And ads help sell product, and that help keeps advertisers coming back to the radio station. And that gives them a bit more money. 
absolutely. Money is critical in a radio station. Creative hooks are a lot of fun. So you got to back announce a song and then you got to creatively hook a couple of songs coming up. Did you enjoy that? Yes, I did. Did you feel like you're very much a radio guy when you were doing your creative hooks? Yes, I did. Well, you sounded like a, a radio guy, mate, when you did this one. And this is what Shane's creative hook sounded like. Bruce Springsteen and Hungry Heart from his 1980 album, The River. And the morning crew returns from 16 with a chance to win $1,000 with the mystery sound. And will Kate's birthday surprise from Corey be well received? Coming out, a track co-written by Bruce Springsteen guitarist Stevie Van Jeans for the Working Class Man album. And the next 15 minutes, the only hit in the 80s that featured a sax solo. It is 25 minutes past 10. I love that. Fantastic. One of my favourite segments on Radio Voice is doing the creative hooks. Well done, mate. Really, really well done. Thank you. Now, interviews also play a very important part in radio and podcasting. As you know, you're interviewing people every week on your podcast. So part of the Radio Voice program was giving you the opportunity to structure some questions and ask some questions of some guests. Now, what we didn't know at the time, which is you were going to develop your own podcast. So all that practice we did for interview questions for a couple of guests you got to chat to have actually come in really handy because they it's have. now developed into a podcast. And one of them was your other half too. My, you are, my, my other half, that's right. My, I'm the better half, you know that. So Cindy from, she owns Umbrella Support and she was very uh, supportive and, and encouraging and gave up her time for you to do your very first radio interview. Now, by memory... I think this was during lockdown and, and yeah, was. I couldn't get into the studios because uh, our good friends at Lanta had to close down being a cafe and the training room wasn't available. So I had to come to your place. Yes, you did. So we did it on site. And uh, you got to chat to Cindy and, and some of the questions you asked was, was about, you know, how long she's been in in a disability for, you know, how did her, why did her business start? And you've known Cindy from the past anyway, haven't you? Yes, I have. You worked at another uh, employment company or a disability company. And uh, so you've got previous history there. Did you enjoy sort of learning a little bit about Cindy and her business? Yes, I did. Um, and is it difficult, did you find, sort of coming up with the right questions? Difficult in in some aspect, in aspect, yeah. Yeah, but you sort of knew her anyway, which made it a little bit easier. Well, let's play a little bit of a snippet of the interview you had with Cindy from Umbrella Support. Can you tell us about your favourite thing to do as a support worker? My favourite thing to do with a support worker is to give someone a high five and the reason that's my favourite thing to do is because something good has obviously happened in our day or we have achieved something that we've set out to do, um, whether that be follow a recipe or whether that mean go for a walk outside if someone's feeling a little bit anxious. Um, it could be something as simple as leaving home and getting in the car for the day, especially in uh, lockdown at the moment, which we're in. Sometimes people don't want to leave the house and to get out is just an achievement all by itself. So you have told us what you like, but what about some of the challenges you face? Yeah, challenges can be a little bit tricky. Um, some challenges can be that um, the traffic might even be so bad that I'm late for someone. And when you're working with someone with a disability, uh, that usually comes with a little bit of anxiety. And if I am late for a participant, um, 
that can cause some issues for the whole entire morning or the afternoon. Um, but that's the traffic fault, I suppose. So that would be a challenge that I can think of right now. I love that chat. And, you know, I get to sit back and learn a lot myself about about your guests that you have. So thank you very much to Sydney for making yourself available. Then we ramped it up. The next week, we went to a another big hitter. Now, if you follow the AFL or you follow the tennis or you watch a lot of Olympics, you would know probably one of the most recognisable voices in Australia on television is Mr. Craig Willis. Now, did you know Craig before you got no, to chat No, I didn't. Him? I but knew his name. You knew his name, and you would know his voice by watching AFL Grand Finals. I think he's, a, he's an old Fitzroy, Brisbane Lions, tragic, and, you know, so he's been around the AFL and tennis forever. Craig Willis is very well known. And Craig very generously gave up his time for you to interview him as well. So all of a sudden, with the Radio Voice program, where at the beginning when you chatted with Cindy, it was me sort of helping you with structuring the questions. Shane, come up with the questions himself for Craig. And uh, this is how it went. Welcome to Radio Boys, Craig Willis. Hey, Shane. What a pleasure it is to be with you, my friend. Thank you. When did you believe you had the voice that is known as the voice of the AFL and the voice of the tennis? Now, Shane, that is a question that many, many people ask me. And I, I'm never sure of what the true answer is, but from a very early age did I realise that I may have the voice that would give me an opportunity to go on and use that voice uh, to become what I was lucky enough to become. Throughout your career as a compare, you have hosted events such as the court announcer for the tennis at the Sydney Olympic Games. Any events stand out as your favourite? Well, Shane, Many of them stand out in my memory. I've been lucky to have worked now at five Olympic Games, uh, starting in Sydney in 2000. And I've been very lucky to have worked at the Olympic Games in Athens, in Beijing, in uh, Rio de Janeiro. And I'm looking forward to, at this stage, going to Tokyo, which will be Olympics number six. And I worked at the Atlanta Olympic Games for Channel 7 in 1996. But I think if I had one highlight that stands out personally for me, it was being on the MCG when the Brisbane Lions won the first of three premierships back in 2001, as I'm an old Fitzroy supporter, Shane. Craig Willis, what a voice. That was great. What a voice, you know. And look, again, we are very, very appreciative and thankful for, for people giving up their time for the Radio Voice program. And, they're not, I mean, they're, and we're not, they're not charging us for their time. Not charging us at all, just giving up their, their time, which we know is very valuable. Uh, and one of the final things we do on Radio Voice is get you to read, create and read a story, a news story. So there was a story that we did prior to that in, in another week, that was me me creating a story, you reading it. And that's about microphone technique, which you'd, by this stage in about week six, seven or eight, you'd, you know, you developed a good technique for radio. You know where you need to position yourself with the microphone. You're listening to you through your headset. You know when you're moving away from the microphone. It's no good. If you're a little too close, you're like this. So yeah, like that. You got it. So you know now, don't you, where you yes, need I to do. be. And you're always very mindful. You've been very good at your microphone technique. So I challenged Shane to say, you now need to come up with a story. 
uh, I'm not going to create this for you. You need to find a story. I made it a little bit easier by coming up with a date, which was? 1990, sorry. Which was the year you were born. So come up. let's come up with a, a major thing that happened in 1993, the year that you were born. Uh, and what was the topic you came up with? Um, it was... Um was it the Elvis stamp? Yeah, the Elvis stamp. So Elvis, there was an Elvis Presley commemorative stamp released in 1993. I had one of those. I don't know where it is now, but it was a great artist impression of Elvis and it was it was brought out and made available in 1993. So Change Challenge was, you need to come up with a story, a genuine three-minute news story about the commemorative stamp. And this is how it sounded. This week's time capsule, we are heading back to 1993 and the release of the community Elvis Presley stamp. A story of the Elvis stamp might be more interesting than the stamp itself. To be eligible to appear on the stamp, a person has to be dead for at least 10 years. That was the rule in the United States until 2007. Elvis died on August 16, 1977 at Graceland. Theoretically, Elvis could have appeared on a stamp as early as 1987. However, there was long been a controversy about whether Elvis was in fact dead. After millions of Elvis fans wrote to the Postal Service requesting an Elvis stamp, the USPS decided in 1992 that there would be, in fact, issued such a stamp. The next step was amazing as it was unusual that post office commissioned two different designs, a young Elvis and a more mature Elvis. Then they requested that the public vote on which version of the stamp would actually be produced. More than 1.2 million ballots were received to the post office and the overwhelming majority chose the young Elvis for the amazing contribution that he made to the American music. The final design was a watercolour painting of the young Elvis and it was issued on January 8, 1993, which would have been Elvis's 58th birthday. It is rare for the Postal Service to issue more than one stamp featuring a person outside of the famous national figures such as a politician. It just does not happen. In fact, this is a criticism of the legend of American Music Service. There were musicians that should have been part of the project but were included because they were previously pictured on stamps as a sign of importance of Elvis to American culture in 2015, the US Post Service created another Elvis stamp, the so-called Elvis Forever stamp. It was part of the music icon series of stamps. Next week on Time Capsules, we will head back to 2001 and look at the impact iTunes had on our listening habits. From 1969, here is the king and in the ghettos. As the snow flies. Well, Elvis commemorative stamp. Well, thank you very much. Do you love Elvis anyway? Yes. Your mum loves Elvis, doesn't she? 
I love Elvis because I got what on my arm? Elvis. I got Elvis tattoo on my arm. So it's made me feel a little bit uh, cool inside when you got to do some Elvis stories. So that was the that was a new story that Shane Thank created. you very much. Oh, that was very good, mate. Not as good as mine, I'll ever watch. Um, that was, and so that's pretty much Shane's radio voice journey. And it, we quickly decided and come to the decision that really you wanted to do podcasting. And that's when we sort of sat down and said, right, okay, you've got this idea for a podcast, which is called? This Really Talk. Which you're listening to right now because you'd know all about it. Uh, and so we quickly moved into podcasting. Part of the initial radio voice program was, you know, only the last week or two being about podcasting, but you you expressed a desire nice and early to have your own podcast. And then we started your podcasting journey, which is uh, why you've been with me for 12 months now, a bit over 12 months. So with that, Dad, you explain to people what you do if people have got the desire to do a um podcast like I do. Great question. You're interviewing me now. Very good. So Radio Voice allows you to become part of the program, come up with a concept for a podcast. Every week we sit down, We whether it's an interview style, as a couple of you guys do interviews, so you're getting guests every week, or whether it's uh, on a particular topic, then you research yourself, you deliver that program, it gets uploaded via Anchor to Spotify, Google uh, and Apple Podcasts and gets heard every single week. So that gives you the opportunity to have your very own podcast that is heard right around the world every single week. It's just a matter of getting in contact with with me at Radio Voice and depending on whether there's spots available, which are pretty tight at the moment, uh, we can find an opportunity for you to be involved Would you like well. people fortnightly or weekly? Daily. No, just weekly is enough. That's plenty of, plenty of time to get us through. And really with podcasting, you don't want to do podcasts any more than once a week anyway. I'm not talking about podcasts. I'm talking about people for new participants. Yeah, that's right. Well, that'll be including, including podcasting as well. So Radio Voice, Radio and Podcasting Skills Building Program is a really a weekly program. Uh, and it's being able to find the time to do it too. So there's only me doing it at the moment, based in southeast Melbourne, which makes it a little bit hard for me to do any more than just one person a week, and I'm limited for spots. But, you know, if you are interested, you can just jump onto the radiovoice.com.au website, send a, an email via the contact form, and I'll have a bit of a chat. Uh, it's been great catching up with you, mate. It has been with you too, mate. Thank you very what, much. What did you like in Radio Voice 1.0? Well, I think it was the very beginning of a very special program, and to be able to spend time with you guys teaching you about radio and teaching you about podcasting, stuff that I love, and getting you to enjoy that every week and see the satisfaction that comes with that, that gives me great personal satisfaction that we're able to do things that we love every single week, which is really cool. And we've got, we've got more journey to carry on with. You've got to find a podcast guest every single week you know, for 50 weeks a year. Plenty of people out there have a story to share and uh, your job is to offer that platform for them to do so. So if you want to be part of Shane's podcast, what do you do? Jump onto my email, disreallytalkwithshane at gmail.com. That's exactly or, right. Or on Radio Voice. You can check us a message on Radio Voice Facebook page or just at um, on air at radiovoice.com.au. Either one of us will be able to tee you up and give you some available dates. If you've got a story to share, if you're in the disability sector at all and you want to share your story, reach out because we'll always have a spot for you. Have been great catching up? Yes, it has. Uh, let you sign off. This has been another episode of Who? It's been another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. Ciao for now. <laughs> that was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Mm-hmm.